We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, Irish fans, to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast, uh, a special edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. I'm Vince D'Addario. I am the football analyst here at irishbreakdown.com, and with me, as always, is Brian Driscoll, and he is the publisher at irishbreakdown.com. And Brian, this is a great podcast because we are breaking some news, mm-hmm. and I am stinking fired up about it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give, uh, give it over to you to break the news. Uh, but man, this is awesome. Go ahead. The news is, is that Houston Griffith has decided to return to Notre Dame for his, uh, senior season. And this is big for Notre Dame because safety was a big question mark for Notre Dame and yes. Houston's decision to leave was not at all based on playing time. He was projected to be a starter for Notre yep. Dame next year. Uh, so it's big in that regard. So, uh, and, you know, maybe they still hit the transfer market for another safety. I think that might make some sense because there's some major question marks at that position, even with Houston coming back. But this is big time for Notre Dame because you're now getting a transfer that has three years in the system. He already understands what the academic workload is like at Notre Dame. He sure. understands, um, you know, he knows the players. He knows the teammates. He knows Matt what's expected from him from Matt Bayless. He knows the program expectations on how to conduct. I mean, there's just so many things that you have to teach a new player that can make it hard for Notre Dame to get transfers. And now you get a guy that is going to know all that stuff. No, he doesn't know the defense, but he's already here. But nobody else does either. Right. So that, that's you're right. in the same boat as everybody else. And there was no time where he was gone because right. they, school hasn't started yet. This is, right. this is that weird COVID year where school for Notre Dame doesn't even start until February. Right. So he didn't miss anything, which, right. is, which is good too. 
Right. He didn't miss any workouts. He didn't, you know, and he's been working out obviously on his own, but that's what everybody's been doing. Everybody's been working on their own, working out on their own. So, um, and and I think the way, and we'll get into kind of how it went down, but the way it went down, I think is going to be good too, because I I think that he's going to come back even more focused and, and locked in than he was before. Yeah. which is a good thing, you know, yep. and, um, and we'll explain why, but, uh, yeah, but before we do that, we do have an ad that we need to get to from one of our sponsors. Uh, and then we'll dive into really how this went down and what this means for Notre Dame. Listen, folks, the Super Bowl is coming up and sure we'll be watching the game, but the best way to celebrate the biggest day in football is to bet on the game. And we want to let you know about a great resource for sports betters, the action network. The Action Network is where sports fans can go to bet smarter and experience real financial gains. In fact, the Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. And with Action Network Pro subscription, you can unlock the very best of the app. When you sign up for an Action Network Pro subscription, you can access the Pro Report, which includes expert projections for every game across all the professional leagues. You can see money and bet percentages on every game, so you can see the teams professional gamblers are betting on. You can take advantage of pro systems, which match winning historical betting trends with the latest games and lines. You can track every bet you make and get alerts in real time. So if you're looking to bet smarter, an Action Network Pro subscription is the best way to get started. And for a limited time, our listeners can receive 50% off the annual pro subscription. Just go to actionnetwork.com right now and receive 50% off an annual subscription when you use the code IRISH. This offer won't last long, so go to actionnetwork.com to sign up for a pro subscription and use promo code IRISH to receive 50% off and start betting smarter today. Okay, so let's break this down, Brian, because uh, one one of the things that I personally love uh, when there's breaking news and things of this nature, I love to find out how it happened. Mm -hmm. How did this go down? And I know that you broke the story, uh, so I'm sure that you've got some insights as to how this whole thing went down to begin with. Because you and I talked about, when we talked about the Marcus Freeman hiring, and one of the first things that he needed to do was to, you know, give a call to some of these guys that are in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston Griffith being number one, Obi Agofu being the second one, in my opinion, uh, to try to recruit those guys back to Notre Dame mm-hmm. and you know, clearly he was listening to the podcast uh, and, <laughs> and that's what he ended up doing. But yeah. uh, can you give us a little insight as to how this whole thing went down? Yeah. So I have some, I have some article, I have some quotes from Houston in a story that we did when we broke the story at irishbreakdown.com. So you're definitely going to want to check that out um, just to kind of look at specific reasons on, on why he left and, and why he is, why he decided to come back. And really, so how it went down is he had made the decision to leave and it was a done deal. I mean, he was gone. There was no, there was no question. There was no, I was very tied into this one. This is something that had been in the works for a while and it had zero to do with playing time, zero to do with playing time. It went a lot deeper than that. And that's what a a lot of people have to understand is some of these transfers that were leaving were not playing time guys. Ovi Agofu was not a playing time guy. Ovi was going to play, play. he was playing, played this year. He's going to play even more next year. And so um, and, and that doesn't always mean Notre Dame's a fault. It just sometimes it is. And in this case, there were some people at Notre Dame that I felt were at fault for uh, how this relationship got to where it was. But, you know, Houston, we talk a little bit about that. But more so what happened was is the day that Marcus Freeman was hired, one of the first phone calls he made was to the Houston Griffith family oh. to let them know, like, look, I want to talk to you. 
you know, right now everything's crazy. So they didn't actually talk that day, but it was like, I want to talk. Let's set up a time to talk tomorrow. Beautiful. And so that obviously meant a lot to the family. Also, Brian Kelly got involved in, in letting him know that, Hey, we want you back. We, we, you know, we understand there's some up frustration there, but we want you back. But the big one was the Marcus Freeman relationship and, and coach Freeman just kept going at him and going at him, going at him, establishing that relationship, you know, talking to him about why he wanted him back, why it would make sense for Houston to come back, how Houston would fit. And, and it just kind of kept going. And that softened that stance that no way I'm never going back to Notre Dame stance uh, because and it, again, it wasn't about playing time. It wasn't about the school. I mean, the only reason Houston stayed as long as he did was because of Notre Dame, the academic institution, if we're being sure. honest. Uh, and, and that is something that I've known for about a year and a half, uh, that, that that was the only reason he was staying as long as he, as he was. So um, when, you, when you look at it, it, it just it was a really good sales job by Marcus Freeman and not selling promises, but selling himself. Like, yeah, he's not a snake look, oil salesman. He's no, not, it's like, yeah. look, this is why. And from my understanding is there was no promises made to Houston Griffith either. So there was no, we promise you're going to start. And, because that never was what it was about for Houston. Right. It was more of a, you know, this is who I am. And this is what, you know, this is, this is how I run my, my thing. And so, and my defense. And I think there was just, there's a level of trust there that was built early. And when you can take a kid who who doesn't have a lot of trust in the, the, the what was going on, and you can that quickly get him to complete because again, it's not like you're just it's a blank slate, right? right? There's a there's a there's some negativity that has to get overcome. This isn't like a high school recruit where oh Notre Dame cool. What what do you have to offer? It's it. This is a situation where there were some negative feelings that had to be fixed. That had there were some some burned bridges that had to get repaired. So this was much diff- more difficult than like, hey, letting Tyson Ford know how great he would fit in your defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. This was a, this was the one where you had to establish a a immediate connection, and that kid was looking, in my opinion. And this isn't something Houston said, but this is just from experience. When a kid has been burned, he's automatically going to look to that next person trying to fix that burn with a level of distrust. Yeah, sure. And and the fact that that was so quickly dismissed says a lot about how Marcus Freeman portrays himself and the genuineness of how he portrays himself. Uh, because if you know who Houston Griffith is, his dad, Howard, played in the NFL for a very long time. Houston played at IMG Academy. Houston has been around a lot of people, a lot of well-known people, famous people. Obviously, his dad played in the NFL. He can see through the BS pretty easily, right. and so can his dad. And the fact that they did connect with Marcus Freeman so quickly speaks volumes again about how how Marcus Freeman portrayed himself in this situation. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I do know just because I've I've talked to you about this situation that there were some burned bridges. And I'm happy to hear that it wasn't just a Marcus Freeman uh and I don't want to use the term sales job, but it wasn't just him that got uh, Griffith back into the fold. It it was a multi-coach situation, including the head. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Coach. Right. And now, it was primarily Marcus Freeman, but I don't right. think if Brian Kelly didn't at least express some like, yeah, we sure. want you back, you know, sure. that I don't know if it would have ultimately worked. So I'm trying to give... I'm trying to give him some credit here for right. accepting what had happened, taking ownership of it and saying, but we still want you to be a part of our sure. family. No, I think that's, I, I personally think that that's huge. And they haven't uh, done that with all the kids that are transferring either. I'm by the way, sure that that's the case. Yeah. I, I'm sure that that's the so case. So the point being it clearly that, that Houston specifically was some that they, they wanted back that they thought should yes. be back that they thought there was a reason to bring back in, in a lot of different ways. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. So, so now that Houston is coming back, um, let, let's talk about what this depth chart looks like at the safety position because, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about safety and about the defense, and it was kind of Kyle Hamilton and everybody else. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, DJ Brown obviously has some playing time experience, um, not a whole lot, but he does have some. And then after that, you're talking about guys like Litchfield Ajavon. Um, you, you're talking about incoming freshmen. Uh, you know, you're talking about guys that really don't have any playing experience at Notre Dame. So, uh, you know, we talked about the fact that, you know, transfer is probably a good idea here. And you mentioned at the top of the show that maybe that still isn't a bad idea just from a depth standpoint. Uh, but the, the way I see this depth chart, Houston Griffith, he falls right in at the top, uh, right alongside Kyle Hamilton. And, and I understand that they didn't promise him any playing time, but you know, he can see the writing on the wall as to what else is in that room, too. So um, I, I, I guess I'm also a little surprised, and I don't mean to change the subject here all of a sudden, but that w- there, there's no safeties coach yet uh, at Notre Dame, correct? Or they, do they have a name? They haven't. No, they haven't. And, and I, don't, okay. I don't think that's going to be as much of a, a, of a deal. I'm not as surprised because there's okay. still a lot of hires that are being made. I mean, there's still people sure. that maybe Marcus Freeman is – would like to hire that are are being targeted by other schools for jobs. Sure. And so there's a recruitment there. Um, perhaps they already know who it is, but there's some things they want to see how things play out first. How does a relationship yeah. happen? You know? So I, I'm not as concerned about that. And, and, I, and again, I, I think that the defensive coordinator is going to set the agenda. He's going to set the standard yeah. and he's going to say, this is how my coaches are going to conduct themselves. And if you believe him and if you believe he's going to hold his coaches accountable, then it really doesn't matter who the safety's coach okay. is going to be. No, that's a good and point. I think the big thing was, is that who the safety coach wasn't 
going to be. And we'll just leave it at that. That's fair. Um, so, so let's talk about the depth chart, uh, mm-hmm. where you see Houston fitting in or fitting back in, uh, to this depth chart and how it strengthens that safety room. So uh, number one, this is big because like we talked about earlier, the, the safety depth chart was looking like a hot mess and Notre Dame was going to need <laughs> to get a, uh, to get a grad transfer. You know, yes. you, you're talking about Litchfield Ajvon, who's, I don't think played a single snap of defensive football in two years. Nope. Uh, DJ Brown is a nice solid rotation safety. He can't be your starter if you're trying to compete for championships or if you're trying to build to get to that point down the road. Uh, he cannot be, he cannot be that kind of guy. Uh, and you look at, then you have Justin Walters and, and Kerry G who I like, I think they're good players, but I don't think they're the kind of freshmen that should be coming in and playing the role of starter or even number three. I mean, Kyle Hamilton wasn't even ready necessarily for that role as a freshman. He didn't start as a freshman. Right. I mean, he, he was a third safety, right. honestly. He would have on this team, but you know, but right. I, I think there was benefits to, we, and you talked about this in the last show, there are there were benefits to Kyle Hamilton not have, having to be thrown to the fire, thrown to the wolves as a freshman, so to speak. And so I, I think that that not doing that with Justin Walters and, and Kerry G is important. And if those guys are good enough to play as freshmen, it'd be better that they be the third safety or nickel yeah. safety or something like that, as opposed I'm to fine with them starter. getting starter. Yeah. I'm fine with them getting right. some rotational minutes right. and things like that. That is what you should do uh, right. with your depth chart. There's no question, but to, to expect them to be starters walking in the door, uh, that's asking a lot. Right. So when, when, you, so the, then the next part of this then is, Okay, so yeah, he gives you depth, but can he be can he be a, a difference maker? Because through throughout his career so far, he 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 hasn't really been that kind of guy. He hasn't lived up to the top 100 recruiting ranking that he came sure. to Notre Dame with. And you know, for me, a big part of that, the reason I was so frustrated with how Houston with the fact the losing Houston, not frustrated with him, but the the circumstances was this next year was supposed to be a big year for him. And, and what I mean by that is this was finally going to be the second year in a row he was playing yes. the same position. That's huge. Yeah, you know, he yeah. came in, he was tried him at corner, then they moved him to safety. And I remember that spring of his freshman year when they moved him to safety, he looked really good. And then they moved him to nickel and then back to corner and then safety in the corner. And they just kept moving him around. And then late in the 2019 season, they finally moved him back to safety. And, and he honestly just didn't get coached up, just didn't get coached up. Uh, at all neither did most of the safeties uh, on the roster and then you had you come into this year and he misses the spring because yeah. everyone missed the spring right and you and I talked about how comfortable he looked in that first practice at safety I mean he was one of our standouts we sat there at TGI Fridays going over practice and 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 kind of going over who looked good and one of the first names we both talked caught out was boy Houston looked really good he just yeah he looked confident he looked comfortable yeah. yeah yep and then he comes into the spring and he's you know, getting a lot of first team reps. And then he misses time for uh, COVID. And it wasn't even him. It was quarantine. His roommate got it. And so he automatically had to be out. And then when he came back, it was over. He right. wasn't get, he wasn't in the mix anymore. And um, that was frustrating, I think, for him. And so, but he went through the year. He played, I think, a couple hundred snaps at safety, at least yeah, over 100 yeah. snaps at safety. And, you know, got some time there. And he had some moments where I thought he looked good. And he had some moments where I didn't think he looked good. You know, I thought South Florida, I, thought, I think it was a game he played well. There's a couple other games. I graded him out really high. Uh, he came in against North Carolina when Kyle Hamilton got uh, benched. And you, you didn't, I mean, I thought played very well. One of the better games he played. 
And I remember when Kyle Hamilton went out, I'm thinking, uh-oh, they're in trouble. Yeah. And oh, DJ Brown yeah. did some nice things too, but I really liked what Houston brought to the table. And then yeah. there was other times he didn't play well. I remember him getting beat on a corner route against Florida State where uh, I'm like, boy, that's terrible technique. But then when you know what's going into him being coached up, you're like, yeah, of course he had bad technique. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. getting coached up. So I, I thought that kind of going into year two at safety would have been a big one for him. And especially now that he's expected to be the starter and you don't have a veteran that you can then say, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to use our crutch of our veteran crutch and, and go with that. It was, you had to play somebody that was inexperienced. Right. And I felt like being in year two at safety would have been a potential for a breakout season for Houston. And I think now, uh, you're going into a new defense. And I, I think that is something that's going to invigorate him in that look, new safety coach, new defensive coordinator, new system. That means all the old preconceived ideas of who should, Ouch. should or shouldn't play are gone. And I'm going to get a fair shake. And if I'm the guy, then I'm the guy. If I'm not mm-hmm. the guy, then that's on me. And, and I think that that is, that is something that also factored into it as well. Again, it wasn't about playing time. Right. Cause I, he's, if he gets beat out, he gets beat out. And I think he understands that he's going to have to win a job. Sure, sure. But I think there's a, but, but give me the opportunity. And it's right. like, I, I think there was a notion again, not something that was expressed by Houston. This is kind of me reading between the lines. So almost, and this, and this isn't just him, this is other players at that position and on defense that it's almost kind of like certain players had a shorter leash than others. And the first time something happens, like they were like Jack Lamb's situation. Yeah. First time he misses two days, done. Goes from first team to fourth team and can never work up the depth. Yeah, it's weird. Done. Very strange. Uh, Houston was another one. And I don't know what it is. I'm not going to pretend to know what it is. I'm not going to uh, make any guesses on what it is. It's just how it was, at yeah. least how it's perceived to be. Uh, and so now those are gone. And so everybody gets a fresh start. So now it's about you're going to play because you earn it or don't. And I think yeah. that has That's some huge. guys excited. That, you know, especially guys who weren't playing a lot. I think right. those guys are especially excited. No doubt. Opportunity. And then, obviously, I think there's an, a level of excitement with Houston on specifically playing in this defensive system. He views it as one that is going to accent what he does well. So, I think there's a level of that to this as well. Nice. So, again, breaking news, Houston Griffith is out of the transfer portal, back to Notre Dame. And uh, it, it Marcus Freeman – uh, got his first, well, second win, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, even though, even though the day he got the job, he reached out to, right. uh, the, the Griffith's, right. uh, household, which was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Again, uh, I'm not honestly. sure specifically how it went. Um, as far as if he specifically talked to someone, if he had someone reach out and talk to someone. So I want to make clear, I kind of said he reached out earlier. Well, I kind of meant that generally speaking. Sure. I don't know specifically if that initial conversation was him having someone tell them that they wanted to talk tomorrow or if if he specific, personally did that. So I just want to make sure, sure that I'm very clear on that, that I'm not saying specifically how it happened. I just I just know the day he was hired, the the family knew that, he wanted Mark, he wanted to talk to him to be yeah. a, a, I wanted to have a conversation with Houston Just right which is huge right which is huge and and that's one of the like I said that's one of the things that we talked about you know one of the first things he needed to do when he came in the door and mm-hmm. you know you can check that off uh first big uh defensive end recruit 
uh, committed to Notre Dame. Check that off. I, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm personally enjoying what I'm hearing uh, from Marcus Freeman mm-hmm. here over the first couple of weeks that he's been yeah. uh, with Notre Dame. It, this is uh, this is all good news moving forward. So, so far, so good. Absolutely, just the, yeah. the, the grinding, and that's the thing. And then his ability to just connect with pe- young people has been impressive right. as well. Yeah, no question. Oh, so, so, yeah. So so make. Make sure uh, you check out the article over on irishbreakdown.com. Brian has some quotes there from Houston Griffith about his coming back and, and, and all of that. So, so make sure you check that out, head over there right now and click on that article and, and make sure you say locked into Irish breakdown podcast, because uh, if there's breaking news, we will do our best to get that information out. We've had two pieces of breaking news in the last couple of weeks, and we've had a podcast out almost immediately uh, following. So, uh, so make sure that you guys check that out. And uh, we're going to be here for you. So, uh, Brian, do you have anything else you wanted to add? No, that's it, man. I think this is a big one for Notre Dame. I think this is obviously Agreed. good for, for them to get Houston, but I think it also improves the depth chart as a whole because if Houston yes. does turn out to be the player that, that I think he can be, uh, it, it also kind of helps set everything else in line in that now DJ Brown gets to slide into more comfortable role where his that game third. Yeah. Right. Yep. If the freshmen play, it's because they've earned it, not because they have to, you know, Litchfield, Ashevon. I mean, so there's a lot of different things that kind of fall into place. And it's not just the fact that Houston provides an impact himself specifically, but I think it also improves the entire depth chart if he plays the way he's capable of and, and uh, I'm very curious to see what kind of what kind of production and level of play we get from him this spring. And uh, I think this is a big year for him. He knows it. And I think he's yeah. going to be locked and loaded and, and ready to go out. And uh, if he can finally be the guy that, that we know he can be, Vince, that we've seen from him exactly. from time to time, then safety is going to go from a, a big question mark, which it is right now outside of Kyle Hamilton, to a strength. I mean, significant yeah. strength and, and a, a, a better position than it was the last two seasons really i still say 2018 was the best safety play we've seen in the last seven eight years from notre dame i think the only other year that even comes close was 2011 with uh with harrison smith and then uh jamor slaughter and and zeke mata but uh i think this group has a chance to be on par because you have a star and kyle hamilton and then houston could be a really good football player no doubt a lot of different things but he's got again he's got to now go out and show it right oh there's no question got to go out and show it and, and I think that's all he wanted was just that opportunity to show it, you know. And I think what happened with some of him and some of the other guys is when they did get their limited opportunities, they, they pressed so much knowing right. that I may not get another shot that then they ended up making mistakes. And I yeah. think that's partly why he played so well against North yep. Carolina because there was yep. nobody else. Like, I'm playing, Kyle's gone. I have to play. Well, I feel like and that's he played, why he looked so good in spring practice that right. we saw because he was the guy. I mean, it right. was – he wasn't right. really being pushed at that right. time. He was the right. starter, and right. he played like it. He played right. smooth. He played with no weight on his shoulders, and I think now that he's coming back and now that he got some of that off-the-field stuff ironed out, taken mm-hmm. care of, we assume, since he's coming back, mm-hmm. um, that he can play a little bit more loose. He can play with that weight off right. of his shoulders a little bit more. Right, and I think that we saw that in last year. That's why, I, that's why I really point to that North Carolina game because there was no once – Kyle was out Houston knew his role and there was no I only got five plays if I don't make a play now exactly then they're not gonna put me back in sure I'm gonna you know there was no other option him and DJ were gonna play and I thought he played poise I thought he made good decisions he didn't press uh play within himself and and I thought he did really well I mean look 
he he played as many snaps in, against North Carolina shut in that game shutting down North Carolina as Kyle Hamilton did right or pretty close to it and uh you know and, and look North Carolina scored a grand total of three points I believe after Kyle Hamilton went out so you know I think that speaks volumes to how yeah. well safeties as a whole played and and you know they were part of the part of the issue I mean or part of the success there was other reasons linebackers defensive line especially played really well but um you know th- those things are important and and I think that is what gives me confidence that he's going to be able to step up and, and, and handle his business effectively. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Hamilton played 28 snaps. Houston played 23 snaps. So there you go. Yeah, I was close. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, again, big for Notre Dame helps Huge. solidify the depth chart. I don't think they should necessarily stop looking at the transfer portal. I agree. Because I think that this is a defense that can play three safeties. If you've watched, um, if you've watched Cincinnati, there's been a lot of times where they'll play a team that's a, a spread team that wants to throw it and run it, where that mm-hmm. nickel will be a safety instead of a corner. So if they can get a guy, there's a role for that. If you can get a safety that can be kind of a cover player kind of guy and play in that role. So it wouldn't necessarily preclude it um, for depth, but I, I don't think there's the need for it as much now as, much as, as there was. Because yeah, we also right. didn't talk about KJ Wallace. Does he he could also be that nickel safety that's true who i and i really would like him in that role and now it with houston back and that's a guy i forgot to mention with houston back now kj could maybe be focus on that third kind of that nickel role because he obviously came to notre dame as a corner moved to safety out of necessity and and so this just to me yeah. helps solidify the entire depth chart and it allows you to start saying okay well what role can we find for dj brown now what role can we find for litchfield what role can we find um uh, can we can we do, can we find for uh, for KJ, KJ Wallace? Wallace. Yeah. And so uh, you can't do that because now you're thrusting DJ into the starting lineup, or, right? Or KJ, and now they have to be locked into sort of that role to learn that role. And so this is big. This is a big one for Notre Dame. Yep. Uh, practically speaking, it's big for big for Notre Dame uh, to see Marcus Freeman hit the ground running. Uh, it, it's it's big for Notre Dame to see, like you said, that that Brian Kelly was willing to step up to the plate and say, yeah, we got to fix this, you know, instead of just saying, yeah. ah, screw it. You know, kid's got a bad attitude or right. We're done. not we're taking the blame, on. you know, for, or taking responsibility for, for their end of, of why it got to the point where it got to. Yep. And uh, so, I mean, there's, there's no negatives to this. I mean, none at all. This is nothing but positives. And Absolutely. It's huge for Notre Dame and I'm pumped. Yeah, we'll see. We'll kind of see what that next step is. So hopefully we'll get a chance to see some spring ball this year and see how yeah. he fits. But um, no doubt, you know, this is this is big for Notre Dame. Absolutely. So uh, with that, with that said, that's Brian Driscoll. I'm Vince D'Addario, and we will talk to you next time on the Irish Breakdown podcast.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.